Hey, have you heard about The Way Entertainment? The Way Entertainment is an entertainment company providing entertainment in and through all forms of media, providing an escape and retreat for real people facing real things who are often left broken and feeling lost and hopeless. But The Way Entertainment is here to promote healing so that when they return from these escapes, they are able to see things better and see things differently. The Way Entertainment is also making room for those who feel like they aren't welcome because they don't have enough or they lack resources. But we see the raw talent and skill. The Way Entertainment is also bringing an element of carefulness to what's being produced and labeled as entertainment so that it has purpose and intention in its content and it is unselfish and for the greater good. The Way Entertainment is sponsoring this podcast. So visit thewayentertainment.com, www.thewayent.com. That's D-A-W-A-Y-E-N-T.com for more information. Let's get into the show. What's good? Welcome back to another episode of The Way I See It Podcast, where we give you a collective of perspectives and you find out whatever the hell you want to do with them. Um, I'm your host, Josh DeWay, and you know, I don't know what I'm feeling tonight. Uh, whenever you listen to it, I don't know where I am. I had to pour me a drink, so if you hear me slurping, that's my crown roll. Um, so you be blessed. Uh, it's been a week. Um, it's It's been a week for me. Come on. He has the Patron, huh? Higher, higher, oh, we're going higher. <laughs> so, listen, your cousins are back. We are back, and we are ready to do a lot of unpacking tonight. So, you know, go pour you a drink right now, because you're going to need one more than likely. It's pour right you a drink, and um, let's, go up, let's go up together, because we're going there tonight. Uh, Amber, how you been this week? I've been fabulous this week. I've been holding on, as the church mothers would say. I'm yet holding on. Amen. And, um, you know, if you want to hold on and use your HSA and FSA dollars by the end of the year, you can go on over to glitzomsticleonline.com and book you an appointment. Uh, because we want to make sure that you hold on to your HSA and FSA dollars and have them put into your eyewear expeditiously. <laughs> <laughs> I love the plug. <laughs> Every week, the plug is greater. Every it's time. just, it's just greater and greater. Just Jeremy, how you doing this week? Child, I'm here. That's, that's all I got for you. You know, it's been it's been a week, but we thank him for our chicken express sweet tea huh? and the Crown Royale Apple. Oh, yes. Ebbiashinama. <laughs> hey, and I thank God. <laughs> and I'm fired up. Lord alone. I came to magnify. <laughs> I guess I I guess I'll call you by your your real host name today, um, LeBron yeah, Nobi. How you doing? Because we're just gonna change this wear me thin. Wear me completely thin. You know, have be a good week. Have be a happy <laughs> happiness. You know, I'm in a good mood. Minus the fact that uh, so for those out there <clears throat> who like to do the two for twenty. My God. Do not, RP, do not get the Asian zing wings. Them things will have your stomach turning, doing cartwheels and flips that you may not be prepared for it to do. <laughs> so, leave it out. 
Word from no, okay, because I was it just a second ago. That's what I was saying. Leave me there because I can't move. Lord, I can't move. Just release me. Just get it out of me. Get it out of me, Jesus. But yeah, but I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> so so what he's saying in, to you all is if y'all don't hear him for a while, he on that's the toilet. That's that's uh, what you have to blow my spot up like that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they could have read between the lines. They could have read between the lines. But we don't read between the lines here. We just give it to you as it is. We, we, own, the the volcano. we own the line. We own the line. I'm cracking up. <laughs> so so I'm excited about this week. I'm I'm excited because um this episode we get to be as black as we want to be not that we haven't been but we get to be as black as we want to be and talk about whatever the hell we want to talk about um so let's let's go for it let's jump into in the year of our lord 20 in the year of our in the year of our lord 2020 lord it's been so hell of a so much hell of a show of a year i can't even get it right um but before we do that let's let's celebrate some black act let's celebrate some black excellence today's we're bringing to the center stage my sister mm-hmm. my little sister dierica blocker um she started her business this year and i'm so proud of her i am so 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 proud of my sister her company is called detail credit solutions and uh, she's helping people find financial freedom starting with substantial credit um if it can't if it can't be verified her slogan is let us delete it and dispute it for you um so we she wants you to live a lifestyle of financial freedom so you can stop having to pay these 900 hundred dollar car notes yes. <laughs> uh, I got five more payments jesus help me my god so so what what she's I'm I'm really proud because um she's not in business to make money. Um and I think I think as a business owner that's that's the key. You go into business not to make money but to be a solution to somebody. And that's how you stay in business. If you just in it for the money, you're not going to be in business long. You might you may get a, you a rack or two, but baby it's not going to last. But only what you do for Christ, huh? That's only what Kim said. <laughs> it's going to be counted in the end. So I'm really proud. I'm a I'm a proud big brother because her company is really thriving. Her customers are happy. Um, they're bragging on her. Their credit scores are going up. She's doing the doggone thing. So shout out to my baby sister. She's not my baby sister. She's just a, like two years, a year younger than me. My God. Um, well, I say she's not my baby sister because I got a lot of most sisters. But that's a different topic for a different day. Um, <laughs> so does she have an IG handle? Well, he laid his hat, was his And when he... But um, yeah, I'm IG I'm handle. proud. I'm sorry. Does she have an IG handle? She does. It is uh, at detail. That's D E E T A I L Credit Solutions. That's on Instagram. So sign up. Tell her I sent you. Um, and get your credit right. And she says all the time, "There's no need to be ashamed because you weren't ashamed when you was jacking it up. So don't be ashamed trying to fix it, huh?" Listen, cause I'm about to follow sis right now. Cause listen, she'll get you right. Get, come on, get you, get your house. You ain't got to wait till, the, till you get to heaven to get your house. You can get one right here. I want my mansion now. I want oh, my oh. mansion now. That's what John P. Key said. I have my mansion now. I, I believe. My mansion now. Oh, I believe. <laughs> so that's who we're bringing to the center stage. My sister, go follow her. Go show her some love and get your credit right uh, before it's everlasting too late. Amen. Let's go on into fashions by Laurent. Laurent. Fashion with Laurent. so yeah um this week i really don't have nobody to like highlight or anything like that but we know what next week is is about to happen next week you know 
the good old fashioned show in the living room. We have to show up to our family gatherings as the best. If, if you're like me, I take pride in two things, being the best dressed and having the best macaroni and cheese. But being the best dressed being the most important to me, honestly. So, <laughs> you know, it is getting cold outside. I don't know about how it is down in Texas, but up here in Jersey, it is brick dick. You heard, like, it is cold as fuck up here. It's what? Brick dick. It's brick, like it's brick. So, like, all right. So, here is your northern slang lesson. Thank you. I'm you help me. From up north. <laughs> oh yeah. So uh, up up here, I'm, I'm from Atlantic City, New Jersey. You know, New York, uh, Philly, Jersey. We all kind of have uh, the same slang. We all use the same slang. And one of the slang terms that we use is brick. So brick meaning cold. Like you know, if you're saying it's cold outside, you say it's it's brick. Oh yo, it's brick outside. But if it's really really cold, it's brick. Okay, help me with help me with correlation because when, when I don't when, know what the correlation is, I just know why we just say it. I don't because, know. <laughs> because when I hear brick dick, I think about me in the morning time. Uh, you know, and it's not it's not cold then. It's just morning time. <laughs> and I didn't just I done just got up and baby we Hiya! I can't sit here and say you know what the correlation is. I just know that I've always said it. I've always heard it. It's brick dick. It's mad cold. You know what I'm saying? Like it's brick. Oh, y'all got y'all got to investigate the meaning behind these things. I didn't mean to cut you off. I just need clarity for me. I just said no, no, no. Sorry, and I'm sorry I don't have an answer for you, but you know, but yes, bring it's time to bring out your furs. It's time to bring out your good turtlenecks. It's something to bring out your Chelsea boots. We're step, we're going, you know. clack. Listen, 2020 has been a year, but we can we you can take these few moments and you know relish in them. We can come in and step through, like, hey, Auntie, <laughs> I'm cute. I know I am. So th- this this year for uh Thanksgiving, I ordered a cute little velour turtleneck. From where? From ASOS. <laughs> so you ordered, so you ordered, you ordered clothes to go sit in the living room i don't understand it because i show I up I, sh- I show up in sweatpants and, and v-necks no no no. like like i said this is a fashion show i want to be best dressed he gotta be, be best dressed he's on a mission yeah. I, i'm on a mission the macaroni and cheese my macaroni and cheese i got that covered that's because well I, i'm i'm sure your mac and cheese ain't stepping to mine but you be blessed and uh right, so i see we're gonna have to have a competition but anyway so my mac and cheese i'm not worried about that but this best dress i'm not really worried about that either but i still every year i gotta step it up like it's just in case y'all thought because my mom likes to come cute too but sometimes i have to shut this down i was gonna <laughs> ask you who was your competition <laughs> my mom it's, your it's, it's my mom because me and my mom we, we both we both bougetto we both have a point to prove we both like my mom is <laughs> she'll cook all day but then spend two hours getting ready and then come down the stairs like, oh, well, hello. Welcome but, to my thing. Baby, not to go, not to go into the living room. Not to go into the yeah. living room. So, yeah, so uh, we, we, have, we have to, you know, because you, you got to take cute pictures. It, I was going to say that you got to take pictures, Josh. It's not just for the living it's room. Not just, it's yeah, it's folks not just, that don't even live there right. that's going to look at these pictures and they're going to say, who kid is that? Who they belong to? You representing your whole little lineage. Thank you. Thank baby, you. if you want to see me dressed up, go go down to my Instagram page where I got a whole damn collection of me dressed up. I need something new. Today, today I'm going to give you sweatpants and V-necks because well, I can't you be eat. great in your lavender. I'm going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> and, and my velour turtleneck that I just ordered from ASO. Yo, who velour? 
my my, my velveteen outfit. My girl. Tell me what you googling, huh? <laughs> you trying to steal an outfit? Y'all, I'm on ASOS. And, and if you really want to be blessed, you better take your ass over to Boohoo. All right, don't sleep on Boohoo. Already got an order Boohoo coming in. Man has uh has a sale going on. All items are fifty percent off. Oh, I like now. I like fifty percent off. Right. So go ahead and bless yourself with that fifty. That's the that's the promo code fifty. But yeah, you know that that that's the fashion all around. You know, we're, we're I, I want to see and when Thanksgiving comes, please tag me at me LeBron underscore no underscore B on Instagram. Show me your outfits. You know, l- let's all be fly. Let's let's end this year out with the bang. Love it. I, well, I'll say, child, y'all better dress up and and go down to the living room. Will. <laughs> Hey, be great. For the pictures are taken that are gonna circulate for the next ten years. Okay, you you, you know that you know that uh, that gif of um, Kit, uh, Chris Kardashian or Chris Jenner coming in with the the her red person. Her yep. Now that's my favorite. I, I that's used gonna it be me walking into Thanksgiving this year. I'm over you. I'm over you. Okay, so we're done. We're done. <laughs> we're done. Next. <laughs> so so it's time for our favorite segment. It's time for say, say it with your chest. Little ass nigga. <laughs> right just jeremy what you got for us today so as i began to drive last night oh god i began to think about the thing and i began to think about the things that i talk about on twitter here's here's my say with the chest moment i think it is entirely tacky to go on online be it facebook be it twitter instagram whatever and post your sex test results i i think it's it's very tacky to me because what do you what do you want us to say like you're negative so do you want us to congratulate you because you were out there having raw sex and you didn't get nothing or do you want to pat on the back do you want a cookie what exactly is it because my thing is it's a slap in the face of the people who didn't necessarily have a negative test or and you, and you take you know because Lo and behold, if you are positive, you're not going to just come out and say that. And then you have to think about the people who, you know, not to be like dark, but molested, raped, and unfortunately they caught something from that. So I just, I find it very tacky to go online. I see it a lot on Twitter. Oh my God, my test results were negative. And it's like, okay, we ain't talking about COVID. That's one thing. Cool. But we don't want to know, like, I mean, that's great, but I just, it's really tacky to me. I can see it. I can I can I can see what you mean by that because it, it it creates this this stigma that you know I'm better than you you know it's it's that idea that my life is more precious than yours because I'm I'm not tainted or I'm not broken or you know it's that kind of thing I I get it. I, I get how it can be offensive. I, I get how it can be offensive. Now, Josh, now Josh, three years ago when I was really laying it down, laying it low and spreading it wide, I've been like, okay, whatever. But I, because I'm more conscious of about how people feel now, mm-hmm. I, I definitely can see that. I can see how how, and it's it's not to say that I don't know. I I I, I fully agree. I, I fully agree. I think I had to work something out of my head. I fully agree. Because yeah. you're, you're, you're bragging that you've been out here laying it low, spreading it wide, but and that you didn't get nothing. And yeah, it's and just there's like- a, There's a way to talk about sexual awareness and being tested without revealing your test results. I don't believe those belong online. Those belong, if you have somebody, you know, if you have a partner, spouse, whatever, share that information with them, your best friend in a group chat, whatever. But it just, you just, you don't know. And I'm just finding now people that I follow that I just never knew. And like over time, they have come out saying that they're HIV positive. It's like the story that they've, it hurts. I'm just like, damn. Mm -hmm. And then you start thinking like, I know I haven't been safe. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah. Keeping it a buck 95% of the time. Yeah. Because I hate condoms. You know what I'm saying? So, so, I, so, so, so two things. One, do you think that somebody who is positive that will post the results will get praised for that? Or like, 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 how do you think people's reactions would be if people who are positive were so free to post uh, their test results as someone who was negative? Like right away, or are you saying like over time? Like I'm just if saying they right, did it right like away, whether it be over time or right away, what do like? Uh, how, how do you think that would be perceived by people? Like, like, do you think that? I think it'll be a lot of empathy. Um, I, yeah, I guess just because if, if the praise comes, it'll be because you were brave to share that info mm. in that light. But mm-hmm. anything else. I don't I don't think so. I, I see more empathy than anything else. But I th- I think I think with that it's a it's a pseudo kind of empathy. It's a surface level empathy where mm-hmm. okay, in the public I'm I'm oh that's so that's so nice of you. That's brave of you. But in like in in the equ- in the inner dwellings of, of of their souls it's like oh you're t- you're you're it's it's almost like leprosy. Yeah. Um, and it's because it's because of the it's because of the the stereotype or the stigma that's around it. Like they think it's it's I remember the episode of Girlfriends. That's that's what always rings out to me when she uh, Kimberly Lee was playing uh, a, a character that was HIV positive and she cut herself and everybody just freaked out. And she was like, like, it's it's not a death sentence. It's not the death sentence that it was, you know, years ago. And, you know. I would rather I would rather you know your status and and deal with that honestly and truthfully and you know I just think I just think it's a, it's a private matter. I think I think when we start talking about who people are screwing and and you know stuff that doesn't affect us directly, it's we're we're out of line anyway. That's just that's just my opinion. I just that's not that's not my concern. Unless I'm unless I'm screwing you, it's not my concern. Right. Yeah. So, here's my take on it. I feel like um I agree with you, Jeremy. I feel like everything doesn't have to necessarily be on the internet. Um, I do understand, you know, them doing campaigns of, of or whatever, of posting your test results as a way to create awareness that people should go and get tested. But to relate it and say, oh, it's insensitive to the people who test positive. I think that's going a little bit too far because I don't think people really think like that per se when they're just posting their results because that's to say if I'm having a baby I shouldn't post that because there are people there are women that can't have babies or it's insensitive you know or it's offensive to someone who may be struggling with infertility so Mm -hmm. I think if you always look at it from the standpoint that there's a victim from somebody who is not in your place of celebration you would forever be holding whatever your truth is so I don't see it as that's the standpoint that you should not be sharing it. I see it as a standpoint of everybody don't need to know your business. Mm-hmm. But am I personally offended, even if I did have a STD in my lifetime, even if I did, you know, have whatever, I'm not offended that you posted that you're negative. Um, you know, even if it's not my cup of tea, it's not enough for me to be like, Oh my gosh, why are you being insensitive to me? I don't think people are thinking that deep when they make the decision to post their test results. I don't think it's that it's with any malice or shade towards anyone that does mm-hmm. have yeah. it. I think that that's just their way and their limited way of thinking of how they can get their message across that people need to go get tested. I absolutely agree with you though. Everything doesn't need to be shared. Absolutely. Am I that offended if you do? 
not really. I can see. I can see that though. That's that. That's that brings an interest, an interesting perspective. That you know, you know, that that's like me. I made a post the other day on Twitter that said, you know, uh, once I really make it, make it. I don't want to hear Josh be humble. I don't want to hear, you know, Josh, you know, don't post that because my thing was, well, where were you when I was eating noodles all week, you know, for a whole week. So I don't, I I think, I think it has more to do with the intent. So I absolutely agree with, with what Amber's saying is if, if this is something that I'm just, I'm using not to make anybody else feel some kind of way, but to really, you know, bring awareness or to, you know, even even as a testament or testimony that, hey, I was out here doing the food. But look, you know, this is this is what what it was. Mm-hmm. I think I think. At heart, it's the intent. It's mm-hmm. the intent. Absolutely. Absolutely. Interest, that's an interesting perspective, though, because everybody can be offended at some point. At yeah. something. Absolutely. At, yeah. at something. And you would live mm-hmm. under a rock. And, and yeah. not be able to shine in the true butterfly that you are that is beautiful to look at and hard to catch. Okay. You're always worried about who got their binoculars out or not trying to see you. Yeah, that's true. Second thing is, no, no, it's not. Um, so uh, you were talking about you saw on Twitter right now, um, J- Jeremy, mm-hmm. Josh, y'all are, on, y'all are more active on Twitter than I am. I'm more active on like Instagram and Facebook. Um, can y'all explain to me the term that okay. they came up with fleeting? Okay. Well, you know, or fleets. What, you, where, where did that? What? What? How does that correlate to tw- to tweeting? I don't. It's Twitter's version of of an Instagram story, and it like months ago we saw like hints of it, like it the topic surfaced that they were gonna start having like stories, but then it died, and then all of a sudden I started seeing fleeting. Fleet, 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 fleet. And next thing you know, it's blue circles in profile pictures. So that is their version of- Because they not have chosen a better term. Yeah, because I was nervous at first. Cause I was like, I was like, excuse me. But then here's the, here's the thing that gets me. And this is the thing that is hilarious to me with that being the name. Um, this is the thing that gets me. It's really glitchy. And it's like, y'all ain't worked out the kink. So you, you just got people's <laughs> shit just everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty bad. But you know, on Instagram, when you hit a story and it just plays and it goes mm-hmm. to the next one, mm-hmm. maybe that thing be like, <laughs> it be like, <laughs> oh no! Not like when they release a new software update for the iPhone, and then it's like, okay, fourteen point one point one. Yeah, they on like fleet point one point one because point one point one is bad. It's bad. <laughs> but with it, I heard I heard the funniest thing. Somebody said somebody tweeted about it and it was like, Well, you know, we wouldn't have we wouldn't have abandoned Instagram had y'all not turned Instagram into an Instagram flea market. And I listen, I have followed. <laughs> like you know, I I don't agree with Instagram turning into this whole marketplace thing because that's not what it was created for. Let let people's marketplaces be their marketplaces. Don't change the whole structure. Hell, I'm still upset that y'all took chronological order from us because yeah. why am I liking a picture from three weeks ago and it's showing up on my timeline like you just posted it? I'm I have be a confusion. I have be of confusion. <laughs> I am confusion. I am confusion. So Instagram, <laughs> Instagram, Twitter, stop, stop changing. Let that alone. Let it alone. I'm sorry. No, no, I just had to know because I, I was on Twitter today and I said, because I, like I said, I don't go on it like that no more because my Twitter, 
used to be. <laughs> oh, I, listen, I remember because that's I try, that's try that. that was just Josh okay. seventeen days. <laughs> I, try, I try to I try to leave that blue app alone, but I, <laughs> like, you know, let, let me just see what's going on in here. And I said, fleets. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that is there. And and yeah. the thing is, Twitter knows the name they chose, and they are aware of what it's in relation to, and they will not change it. That's yeah, but, the but there's there's somebody there's somebody petty on Marketing. the Twitter staff. Oh yeah. There's there's a black queen. It's one of the girls. It's one of the girls. <laughs> she was like, "Oh, wow!" Because I Twitter Twitter made an official tweet yesterday that said, um, "I see a lot of people hating, but I still see a lot of y'all fleeting." <laughs> That's what we did. Who, who's running? Who's running the social media? Behind this, it's one of the girls. It's one of the girls. <laughs> so so yeah, it's 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 interesting, you know, because I recently just got back on Twitter, like I think last year. Because uh-huh. I stepped away, because you know, just when Just Josh Seventeen was in his prime, baby, uh-huh. <laughs> my God. Um, so I had to do a, I had to do a name change. My God, <laughs> <sighs> I had to change that thing from Just Josh Seventeen to Josh the Way. <laughs> oh, because I found the way. I found the way, the truth, and the light. And the light, baby. Because that Just oh, Josh Seventeen, my God. Oh my, I so it. so let. Add a Twitter, y'all gonna have to help me. I am, but I don't think no, I, mm, baby. I don't. Mm-mm. Just I'll show you. I'll show you how to fleet, girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's always the laugh for me. So let's, oh, let's so let's hop into today's topic. So, um, a lot of things has, a lot of things have happened. Um, uh, positively in in, in the black community. Uh, first of all, our, our vice president is black, huh? Yes. She's a black woman, so we we go up. Maybe our president. She may be if COVID, don't, if COVID don't get it under control. <laughs> no, seriously. It's taking she, people she, out left and right, especially she, the elderly. She she may very well be our president. Um, so over the weekend, a movie came out called Jingle Jangle. And, you know, I was really excited because I love I love black films that are outside of the range of, you know, slaves and, you know, jackasses and uh wives husbands beating wives i i love black movies that revolve around fantasy and and we we have our shot at a different thing so i watched jingle jangle and i think i've watched it four times now i know i know the songs because it was just that amazing it was just that amazing to me but what i saw a lot of was should I waste my time or should I, you know, should I, should I watch this? Is it, is it worth it? Is it good? So I want to talk today about the stereotypes that, that are placed on, on black people, as well as the stereotypes that we perpetuate as black people knowingly and unknowingly. So with, with cinema, with entertainment, because you know, that's, that's kind of my thing. It's, it's real. I'm going to be completely honest. It's really shitty out here for us. Like we don't we don't get afforded the same opportunities. We don't get we we don't get the 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 same budgets. We don't get so to see something like that happen on Netflix and it was excellent. I mean it was excellent. The costumes, the song, the choreography, the storyline was excellent. Mm-hmm. Have y'all had a chance to see it? Absolutely. I I, I, I love I was so excited. Number one, I love Christmas movies like Christmas is my favorite holiday. 
And I think I posted on Facebook. I was like, this is one of the movies that, because you have those certain movies. For me, I have certain movies that I watch every Christmas, Home Alone 2, This Christmas, Best Man Holiday. Like, there's just certain movies that I watched for on Christmas time. And I said, this is going to be added, added to the, the collection. It was, huh? it was amazing. And, and it excited me because even my boyfriend was saying this, like, it was exciting to see I to see us portrayed in that way. Like you, like you, you would expect to see white people put, having that type of movie portrayed in that way. Even with the nut, like movies like The Nutcracker, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So to to see us portrayed in the movie with that fantasy and that, you know, it it was just it was so black ass. What did Jill Scott say? It was black. It, it was, was black, black ass. ass. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking that's about. What I'm talking about. It, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I loved it. I'm here for it. No, it was. It was. Well, I'm gonna have to watch it tonight. Oh wait, excuse me. Tonight, I'm gonna watch it. it. I haven't seen well, it. I, I don't. I don't. Thank you, Jeremy. Because I'm. I be, all I be tired. I be tired from these badass thank kids, you, y'all. Shoot. I be tired of not having a husband here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing the wife, the husband, the guard dog. Not I'm playing the guard everything. dog. I'm hollering. I will say, I did. Ha- I did have that disposition, Josh, about should I waste my time? But it had nothing to do with um, it being a black film. For me, it was the fact that it was a Netflix film because. Okay. Some of them Netflix movies is janky as hell. You're absolutely right. And I'm like, I don't name, it, a, name one janky Netflix movie. Let me see. Boy, bye. <laughs> but uh, um, tall girl, janky. Um, <laughs> what's, the, what's the other? Movie? There was one. Uh, uh, holiday. It was some some country ass movie, janky. There's like the only two Netflix. There's a couple Netflix movies that I like. Um, someone great. I love it. Uh, the setup I, or set it up, I love it. But there are other uh, Netflix movies that just are not good. The storyline is horrible. The the production is horrible. And like that, you you can tell they didn't have a fucking budget. So I didn't want to. I didn't want to sit here and then see them do my people like that because that would have made me hit the lid. So honest. is it? So is it? Are, are the janky movies black movies or are they just? They're just Netflix movies. They're just, just Netflix, Netflix movies. movies. Okay. So I, I was just not. Like that Tiger King series. I thought that was janky. <laughs> now, I, now, wait. And everybody loved it. Now, wait. I actually enjoyed Tiger King. She killed her. She killed I actually enjoyed Tiger King. No, I, I, I watched it like, why did I waste all of my life? <laughs> I can't get back on this, it was on this Mohawk nigga in jail. <laughs> it was it was extreme it w- it was extreme but it was it was it was still good mm. um so so that's that's so that's what we were talking about today we're just going to be unpacking some stereotypes so good bad and different we're just gonna unpack so that's why i was telling y'all get 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 a get a couple drinks in your system your i just i just finished my crown roll and um we go i might cry just oh, just geez. be all right but um, we gonna we gonna be here for, to support each other, amen. Uh-huh. So, amen. So, ladies first, Amber, what you got? What 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 are the, what are some some of the stereotypes? Give us one of the stereotypes that you hear often as it relates to black people. So I was I actually, you know, I have my own stereotypes that we hear in modern day or whatever. But I also wanted to do a little bit more research and just figure out what are the stereotypes that we had to really like listen to back into the day and things that we kind of took upon ourselves and thought it was cool. And number one is the mammy role, right? So like that that whole black women like cooking and cleaning and taking care of white folks. And then 
you know, even up in, in up in 2020, we got Aunt Jemina. What's it? What is that on the pancake, pancake lady? Aunt Jemima. Yeah, yeah, ain't your mama, whatever it is. And and the the thing is, is that black folks, we want that brand. And it took us forever to call that out and say, you know what? This ain't this ain't right. Like I remember, I used to when I was young, I didn't want it unless it was the pancake lady dressed with with her little head tied up. Miss Buttersworth, like she, yeah. <laughs> That's what I wanted. So that was that one. Um, I also saw the Jezebel, which we all know, uh, especially in the black church, we even adopted it. So white people started calling us that. I looked at the original term of how black people started, black women started been calling Jezebels. And it came from when white people will go over and try to colonize people in Africa. And they saw the polygamy ways of black people. They felt like black women loved uh, sex so much that since they didn't have just one partner that they considered using the Christian term of Jezebel to label them wow. and also use it as a way to exonerate them from any crime that they could be claimed of committing from raping them by saying, wow. oh, well, they're just a Jezebel. They live wow. a polygamous lifestyle, so they enjoy sex with multiple people. Therefore, you cannot say a Black woman was raped. Wow. So, wow. yes. Yeah, I didn't either until about two hours ago. <laughs> uh, so it, it's, it's powerful that when you have subjects that make you go and look and see the history of it. And then I think it's ironic that the black church now takes that same term and calling young black girls that mm. not knowing that that's what white people used to cause us because of the lifestyle that Africans lived that was different from what they did. So, you know, going back from that and then how white people say, well, if if they have long hair, if your head's your, your hair is dreaded and they call it dreads, it's not even dreads, it's lock. It's just all of these things. Just, they say that your hair is not clean. It's not what can take well taken care of. You're not groomed properly. You know, I think about those things. I think about the stereotypes that uh, dark skin and versus light skin. You know, that if you're a light-skinned male, you're you're weaker or, or seem softer than a dark-skinned male. And if you're a dark-skinned male or female, you're bitter, you're angry. So I want to know also, not just the, the, the labels that white people put on us, why do we have these stereotypes against darker Blacks and lighter Blacks that you are considered weaker or stronger or nicer or meaner or bougier or mm -hmm. more aggressive depending on your skin complexion. So that's what I got. And I know I did a hell of a job in my research. <laughs> my God. So 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 let's let's unpack a, a few of those. So so yeah. that that whole Jezebel thing that's deep was that yeah. that's deep. I had never heard that before. Yeah, I never know, I, I, I'm church bred. Like I'm I'm born yeah. and raised in church, but I actually know the context of Jezebel and even when church people use it, they use it out of context. You know, they see a woman with red lipstick on and they call her a Jezebel. And this, it, it has nothing to do with that being a Jezebel. Jezebel in the Bible was somebody that that was manipulative, was, was controlling, was somebody that did seduce. But it was it was seduction unto manipulation and getting her way mm -hmm. it was if you told me no i'm just gonna give you i'm just gonna throw this cat on you uh -huh. and you know i'm gonna i'm gonna make you say yes so yes. the whole context of you know a woman being sexy or a woman not being afraid to show her curves that whole narrative being deemed jezebel i don't subscribe to because i i don't think that's i don't think that's fair but i had never known 
that it was because you know of the polygamy that was happening among Africans and then but but even we have adopted you you said that they it exonerated them from the responsibility or the accountability of facing charges for raping black women and I think I think yeah. about all the times that you know black women have come out and say hey I was touched or I was I was abused and the first thing that we say is well you shouldn't have, you shouldn't have been dressing like what this. did you do what, what did you, you have, have on, on? Yep. Mm-hmm. yeah and, I, and especially in the, in the church it's always the women that have to yep. be modest be, be modest well you're showing too much cleavage what you gonna call somebody husband to stumble that's not my fault baby if your husband got wondering eyes that ain't the fault of another woman that's your husband's fault you need to deal with your damn husband absolutely <laughs> yes. husband husband with a t but that was very interesting. I, That's very, like, I have never. Come I on, research. Knew that. Come, yeah, on, come research. on, research. Come on, research. Yeah. Love to see it. Love to I, see it. This moment of education was brought to you by Amber J. There you go. There you go. And you should not call us Jezebels no more. No Period. more. Absolutely not. And the whole, and the whole the whole uh, colorism thing too. Like like I think that is very very big. In our yeah. community too, and and it, it is it really is sad. And and the thing about it is, uh, like like we, I was, um, reading. I forgot exactly where I was reading, but, um, the Af- like actual Africans don't like us. Did you know that? I did. Like like like, like there there is a derogatory term. I I can't. I I should have like not all that. Africans though. Most Africans don't hmm. like African Americans. Well, I can see why. <laughs> I can see why, because I don't like most African Americans. Even at a buck, I'm a damn nerd. No, but 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 like you're saying, the the whole colorism thing, because you know, as we know, the with even with the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, um, you know, Janet got a whole, you know, she she was blackballed because she was labeled difficult, mm-hmm. and who did they replace her with? A light skin version, woman. and you know, I really sat down and, and thought about that. They softened her her role all in and, general, and they softened yeah, they her. Did. They softened her up. She wasn't. She wasn't uh, as confident. She yeah. she she didn't like what Janet Black Ainville. She walked in the room and demanded that hoe. Yeah. Like she it was, was just was like, I'm here, I'm yeah. here. Um, so I I think about that in 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 terms of entertainment, where you see often. Where they take, they take even my wife and kids. The original Claire was a dark skinned girl, mm-hmm. and they replaced her with a lighter, and because it sells. And you know, being in casting rooms with casting directors, I've seen firsthand where they've axed people off just because of the skin tone, just because. Wow. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. it's tough. They that, that whole paper thing. bag thing is real. Ooh, mm. Boy, so if you don't pass so- that paper bag test, you you you. It's hard for you to get. It's hard for you to get roles, and most dark-skinned actors don't get the nice roles. They're they're always the aggressor. They're always the asshole. It's it's always those kind of things. Yeah. So explain that paperback test. So the paperback test. So See, they. No, he in the north. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, th- this is for pe- pe- maybe somebody out there listening. Oh, somebody else. All right, all right. So, so the paperback test. So you know the, the brown paper bag. If you're darker than that brown paper bag, it, it's it's more so a disqualifier. 
because you know lighter or fair complexion african americans sell they're 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 a hot commodity even even when you think about how people how we date it's you typically see a black uh, a dark skin with a light skin or you know because and i remember coming up having a red bone was like top tier it was just no. like, like <laughs> ooh. um so it's we've adopted that thing that black is bad or the darker darker is is bad we 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 skipped over the black of the berry, the sweet of juice. Now now the darker the nigga, <laughs> the more volatile he is. You know, so it's it's that kind of thing, and we've perpetuated that. We've allowed that. Where was yeah, the justice that? Where was the where was the demand that says no? You can't just switch this up on us like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, and yeah, I think I, I think they even did it in uh, Family Matters too. Well, I know a guy who in high school he told me. Because he was popular, he would literally walk around with a paper bag and put it up to girls' faces during lunch and be like, nah, you too dark. Wow. Shut yeah. Up. Yeah. And then everybody would be laughing and everything. And I'm like, wow. Somebody should have whooped his ass. Okay. Whooped his, ass. whooped his ass. And we wonder why we have so much strife within our own community. Exactly. Some, in, some complexes. And then you have dark skinned women that don't even like light skinned women, not because of anything that the light skinned woman has done, but because how other men have treated them based yeah. on them not being light skinned. Right, right. Yeah. I have a friend. Be within the whole sisterhood. Absolutely. I have a friend. She wrote a book called uh, Pretty for a Dark Skinned Girl. Her name is Sherry. Her name is Sheridan Davis. Hey, Sherry. Um, she wrote a she wrote a book called uh, Pretty for a Dark Skinned Girl. And it was it, it was her her plea pretty much not to be addressed as pretty for a dark skinned girl. I'm just pretty period. Right. Why do period. I have to be pretty for a dark skinned girl right. or you're attractive for for a dark skinned guy? Now now the 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 pace is kind of changing because now us dark skinned more dark skinned people are, you know, we're you know, they 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 eating us up. But I remember coming up and being yeah. black biscuit and you know, you know, they used to call me uh dark boy burnt burnt biscuit you know yeah. all this stuff and it was like not baby now y'all in my dms remember right. remember when you Bro, come let, let, biscuit? remember <laughs> do you remember the time <laughs> 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 and then because then that causes the people like was this i hate it burns my or really really hurts my heart to see celebrities go through that too. Like you have Lil Kim, who was that, or you have Spice, who went from black pepper to garlic powder. I don't <laughs> understand. Yeah, why these females like like Come back, yeah. and, and Lil Kim? Lil Kim was beautiful. Lil Kim was gorgeous. Yeah. Beautiful. Now she looked like the bride of Chucky. She, or some, she looks like an experiment. <laughs> That's exactly what she. <laughs> Seven five three nine two. Okay. <laughs> she like, I, I I don't know. Spice went back to Black Pepper. I don't know. What, I've I've kept up on her, but <laughs> that when when she popped, when I saw her pop out, and I said, "Oh, you are like, what happened to you, sis? <laughs> what happened?" But the but the thing is, when we when we allow that kind of thing, what what are we really saying? We're really saying. No, this is okay, and we subscribe to the same thing. And like you, like you were talking, th th those are all self-esteem issues. Mm -hmm. Me having to change my face, um, me having to, you know, 
make sure my nose isn't you know too Why? big or you know it, it's those things that we are that we are subconsciously you know um ashamed of mm -hmm. and it's because we don't you know and that's why i'm so big on representation now I, I, I loved Lovecraft Country. I loved that Tick was a black man with wide nose, nose yes. and big lips. And, yes. you know, I loved that, you know, shows now are showing even P Valley. You had you had black. I mean, you had black women. Black. Yes. You had black <laughs> women. <laughs> And it was, it, it's this thing that we have to, at some point, stand up and say, no, 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 no. This is not okay. Yeah, I remember even when I was pregnant with my daughter, you know, my, my ex-husband, he's brown skin. And my child was not even like 30 minutes old yet. And people are like, look at her ears. Is she gonna be light or dark? Is she gonna be light or dark? I'm like, God, doubt. No. Do you care if she's healthy? Do you care if her lungs develop? No, it's, it's, it's all about it's all about the her ears. ears. It's about yes. the ears and the it's hair. Ears. And they say, yeah. "Oh, she gonna turn. She gonna she gonna turn. She gonna be darker yeah. than that." <laughs> and like, but, I mean, my daughter is light skinned like me, but they were like, "Oh, she's light." And I, I just felt a way, like, okay, what if she wasn't? Yeah. And my mom, my mom is, is black as my mic. So I, you know, she was looking at her like she was looking at everybody in the room like, and if she wasn't, <laughs> right. And, and for the, like, I felt my mom like, dang, my mom probably had to been checking people all her life about oh, stuff like week. Yes. Uh, yeah. That's, that's, it's been a hard road. It's, it was a hard road for, for dark skin being dark skin. And that's why when you go to glitzopticalonline.com, you see my main model is, is chocolate. Shout out to Chastity Simone. I yeah. want people to know we blackity black, 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 black with your black ass. Be successful <laughs> with your black ass. Mm -hmm. So I love it. So, so those, those, those are really good, Amber. That, like that, that that's top tier. That, yeah. that whole Jezebel thing that just blew my shook mind. Me. I think that, shook me. That shook me. Yeah. I didn't know that. So that's I crazy. need to miss more meetings. I'm screaming. I'm <laughs> Josh has left the group chat again. Yo, she was <laughs> out calling her. her Lazarus. No, you know I had I missed it. Okay, y'all, this is what had happened. I took some medicine. I wasn't feeling well. It wasn't COVID. But I just know that I got up at 5 30 prepared to go on the call. And I just saw Texas said Amber with a question mark. I said, <laughs> oh snap. And then I called Josh and I got forwarded. I said, dang, I'm going to be kicked out. <laughs> you're fired. You're fired. You know, Mr. Oh, so I, had to, I had to come with it. You know what I mean? Come with it. You, had come, you had to come with it. She had to come yeah, with it. Yeah, I had to pull my weight. Sure, I was valuable to the group. Oh, hollering. Baby, you proved that there was something in the middle. Okay. In the middle. Because that Jezebel story. Yeah, that, that, that takes it. That, that, that's, that's great. So. I'm interested to hear what Jeremy has to say. What do, what do you have? What what were some of the stereotypes that you that you found out? Um, I have two big ones. One, um, which I think we can all attest to, at some point in our lives, either from a coworker, from a white friend, you talk white. Mm. Oh, you talk proper. Um, so before I like went into entertainment full time, um, I was an admissions advisor for almost four years. Um, and so you don't ever meet your students until orientation. So one day, one semester, we had orientation and one of my students came up to me and she was like, 
oh my god i thought you were white this whole time <laughs> because i would have said because and i was like pedal like i can't say anything to you because I, I value my job and these little this little salary and these little benefits is gonna you know it's, it's blessing me, little. So I, can't, I can't say what i really want to say and i just kind of had to be like <laughs> yeah yeah but it really it pissed me off because i'm like i can't help that i'm educated yeah i mean my mom you know before she she's a phlebotomist she retired but my mom speaks very proper and you would think you know if you hear her voice that she's not black but she's just well educated and so she taught me how to speak and she taught my brothers and you know we know we all know how to speak well why does that equate to that i talk white Mm-hmm. See, but you even said it just now. You said you would think that she's not black, right? So, 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 yeah. Like, like I was just about to say that. So, what does sound? What, what is sounding black? Right. That, that's what I'm saying. Like for her, she's even gotten that, you know, because from working and hearing, you know, when, you, when she answered the phone, you know, this is Fiji Wadley LabCorp. My mom's name is Fiji, by the way. Like the water. Totally. He is. <laughs> yes, that's my um, favorite water. Um, and so it. I'm saying it to say that that's been her experience too. Mm-hmm. You know, even with her, even with her name, people still think that she's white until they meet her. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess it comes from if, if there's no what ebonics or slang or right. you know what I'm saying. Like what do, I guess is a question. I don't know. Like what equates okay talking proper? Yeah, that's that's the thing because each culture has a specific way of talking. Yeah, mm-hmm. Each absolutely. culture has their own version of slang, except white people. They they like to steal owls. They have no personality at all. So I'm sorry if you white. Exactly. I, I said, I but said, it's true. I said, it's it. White people. What I see across the board is white people love to hate us. They love us for our culture, but they hate us because they can't be us. It's yeah. like we are we are their wildest dream. So it's disheartening to hear people say, oh, you're talking white. And, and one, one of mine was the whole code switching thing. Um, one of my friends posed a question the other day, do you code switch? And I was like, hell the fuck no, I don't. Because why should I? Why should I have to reduce my blackness to be accepted? Why should I have to change who I am to be, to, f- for your approval, F your approval. Right to be successful, especially yeah. F your approval. Either you're going, either you're going to accept me because I'm country. I, everybody knows I'm baby. I'm country, and either you're gonna get this country or you're not. But everybody, mama had the one voice that switched when they answered the phone. They could have just been beating your ass thirty <laughs> seconds before. Listen, <laughs> or beating while they on the phone. Hello, my mama was. Uh, thank you. Uh, have a great day. Be blessed now. Bye bye. Bye bye now. And I was just like, girl, are you working at the sex hotline? What is? What is Who are you? you better no, sit your black ass the mm-hmm. fuck down. Hello, praise the Lord. Thank you. Uh huh. <laughs> it's a switch. And don't let don't let it come up to the school child and talk okay. to the principal. Hey, <laughs> let's just have it in that car. Yeah, but but what? Why do why do we believe the lie again that black is bad? Yeah. That the way we talk is bad. That you know because you don't because you don't talk like yeah my nigga yeah that you're you're talking white that that's 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 I I can't grasp that concept because again that's another thing that we've perpetuated 
the yeah. fact that black people can't speak eloquently mm -hmm. black people can't have nice things oh you trying to be white look at you or if you had nice things you, you, you're a drug dealer, you're a drug or dealer. You're, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I think i think it's the oppression but i also think that it's a learned behavior mm -hmm. um because when you you know when you're born you're not born a racist that's taught you know what i mean you're not born a racist so mm -hmm. it's inherited from you know parents because mm -hmm. probably from there parents so on and so forth mm -hmm. and for whatever reason white people walk around like they own this place case in point i was at waffle house a few weeks ago oh dirty waffle. um <laughs> getting Don't my food waiting on my food and a white manager um there was a black girl working the, uh, the front counter or whatever taking orders she asked her about you know if an order was ready well karen decided she wanted to yell at the black waitress and she started crying and when i tell y'all i got so upset that i wanted to reach across that counter and drag her face across that skillet why did i said you? because that's a learned behavior because you think that you have some type of power that you can yell in front of all these people and what pissed me off even more was that nobody else that was black spoke up for their sister because oh, at that, that point did you speak up oh i did absolutely did that's my I, brother i said <laughs> right, I said, right. I said who the manager I said, bring her here. And I said, I don't know what I don't know what kind of establishment <laughs> baby y'all got going on. I said, but the disrespect, I don't tolerate it. And I said, I don't I don't want to ever see that happen. I said, that needs to be reprimanded. Absolutely. And somebody and this other girl was like, the devil is I said, yeah, she right there in that blue shirt. But just all that to say, I'm getting mad just thinking about it because I just couldn't believe it. For me, I, I just got hot. I got hot too. I got when hot. Started, when she started crying, that because I could I felt the oppression. Mm -hmm. And I felt she was minimized in that moment because she mm -hmm. knew she couldn't respond in the way that she wanted to because she probably would have got fired. And but no, that's a, that's that behavior. That's a learned behavior because they again, white folks walk around here like they own the goddamn place. And let me tell you something, bitch, you don't. You fucking I will beat don't. your I will beat your ass. I will I beat, beat your ass. I beat your granny ass. I beat your granddaddy ass. I beat all your period. Thanks. No, th that re that reminded me of a story that I had when I was living in Austin. I, when I lived in Austin, Texas, I worked at um, oh, child, Austin. a popular. Oh, Austin was the devil. I worked at a popular restaurant called Hop Dottie. Well, mm -hmm. I'm I'm on the floor just doing my job. Well, this there's this white boy named Colton. I I still beat your ass to this day. I ain't Colton offended me. Um, his name was Colton. So I'm at the POS station entering my order and he claims that he had been calling me, calling my name. Well, I didn't hear him. So man of God comes and taps me on my shoulder all forcefully like that. Like, hey, you didn't hear me talking to you? And I, I listen, for those of you who are listening, for those of you who think that gospel music has Here gone too far. disclaimer. Let me tell you something. Joshua Dwayne is not the one, the two, the three, or the 100. You don't try me. Because I turned up, I, I don't play that. Try Jesus, baby. Try Jesus. Don't and don't even try him because he flips tables. <laughs> Find somebody else to try. Amber, I'm but, pointing at you. <laughs> but you know, when I turned up, when I turned up on him, he was like, "Oh, whoa, 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 calm down." I said, "No, no, no, no. You weren't calm when you came and tapped me, so I'm not gonna calm down now." And then he ran to the manager. It was like Josh just flipped out on me for Ooh. no reason. And I remember, and, and she, she came. She was like, Josh, what, what what happened? I said, Listen, I'm going to tell you this. I said, I can find another job. I will not tolerate disrespect. I said, I have been on my feet for 12 hours. I ain't eight. I'm liable to go whoop his ass. So you better send him home, or I'm gonna fuck him up. 
And she was like, I've never seen you this upset. I said, because nobody has ever put their hands on me. I don't do that. But it's like Jeremy said, it's this entitlement that they are the superior race that I don't know if I don't know if he slipped into his into his ancestors into his ancestors ways of, of slavery and, and, and master it masterhood but be, but I'm not the slave I, I tell people all the time I would have been dead day one okay you want me okay. to do what Lord knew. Lord knew. pick what you want me to do what? It's no no it's hot outside and that's the shit that pisses me off when it comes to our them clears them stinking ass <laughs> let me let me stop it because i sound like my granddaddy right now i try not to be racist when it comes to white people but it's shit like that white people cannot be racist well you know Back that's now that that's a whole nother topic that's a whole nother topic and that's, that's a, what <laughs> and that's the gospel truth that's the gospel truth but no like I, I, I i try my best not to be that way when it comes to white people because like because there have been plenty of times on the job and now mind you i'm a supervisor and my and my little and and my superiors tried it with me, and I had to let them know. Listen, you got the right bitch on the wrong day. I'm not the fucking one. I don't care. I, no, you're not. You're. I don't do disrespect in any way, shape, or form. And don't yes. think. <laughs> don't no. Don't 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 put that shit with me. And, and, and let me say this, this you know because i understand we have white listeners and we love y'all we do but at the same time we won't tolerate that superior behavior absolutely so not. you know we're, we're we're not saying that we hate white people that's not absolutely. that's never we don't hate anybody we're just saying we're just talking about i mean and, and the fact that i have to make this disclaimer is is a whole thing yeah because it, it's it's this it's this idea that you know we have to explain ourselves all the time mm-hmm. or we're considered angry or we're considered yeah. hateful yeah. and no we're just we're just really fed up it's 20 fucking 20 yeah and we're fed up and the thing that really kills me and what really sets me off is baby they'll backpedal and play victim so cool. oh, my. oh yeah. Yeah. won't they do it like, 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 like you do all this shit to I, I I try to be cool. I know I, I try to be calm, cool. The Oscar like goes too, Karen. But then you want that. But then you want to act the fucking fool. And then when I act the fucking fool with you, you want to play the were, fucking victim because I play the game better. Because I can play the game way better than you can, bitch. Because guess what? My I, and I, I'm my, just not playing. I'm just here for it. What's up? <laughs> I'm here not. I'm here for the shit. No, I tell people all the time. I'm not the one. I'm not. I'm not going to give you any camera time. I'm not pulling my. I'm not pulling my phone out for shit. I'm going to beat your ass. Period. <laughs> I'm saving it, my data. When 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 I hear yeah. when I hear nih come out, baby, oh, it, uh-uh, it's, it's, right it's done. It's done. Y'all say, uh, uh-uh, that's over. It's, it's done. <laughs> it's done. I'm going to lay you out. I'm and I'm going to. I will pull my camera out to take a picture of you and do the whole smoking. You just got knocked the fuck out. I'll do, I'll do that i don't i don't tolerate i don't tolerate it at all but um even even with um even with the whole with you know being in, being in entertainment i don't like how we feel that we need a white voice or a white platform to validate our career or to yeah. make us um, feel like we've made it yeah. I, I sit here i sit and watch people and you know i hollywood is great and blah 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 and all this stuff but um I was with my little brother this weekend, this past weekend, and we were talking about, he was asking me, you know, what what we were going to talk about this week on the show. And I said, you know, we were just going to talk about black stereotypes and how, you know, black people are always dealt, you know, the the shitty hand. And I said, 
Um, he was like, well, explain that to me. And I said, well, think about movies. I said, how many how many awards do we really get for positive roles? And he was like, well, I mean, Black Panther was a great movie. Black Panther was, you know, the number one movie for a long time. And we, we actually looked it up and we couldn't find a Black Panther nomination for a Golden Globe. Wow. And it was just, but what we did see was nominations and winnings for Driving Miss Daisy, where, you know, you know, yeah. we saw that. We saw um, Precious, where Monique was a complete horrible mother. She, you know, we saw that. We saw, what? what's the other, 12 Years a Slave, Harriet. Monsters Ball. Monsters Ball. You celebrate us when we are defaming ourselves or, you know, in, in these bad lights. But we don't get the same celebration. We actually get overlooked when it's positive. And I have an issue. I have a really strong issue with it. And that's one of the things that I respect about Tyler. Now, I can talk about Tyler all day because, you know, I believe his movies push that negative stereotype of the black woman always needing a savior. The black woman, you know, the black man being the aggressor and the light, the light man coming to save the day. But what I respect about Tyler is Tyler says, fuck your platform. You won't let me in. I'll build my own empire and I'll bring all my black people in and, you know, we'll do that. So I, 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 I love that part about it, but it, it's really disheartening, especially as an actor, especially as someone who is as young as me, who's, you know, bright eyed and bushy tailed. Like I'm, I want to be, a, I want to be an actor and I want to win an Oscar, an Emmy, a Tony. I want to do all these things. And it's just like the the possibility of that in this climate is really slim mm -hmm. unless I unless I make a star in a, in a slave movie, which I will never do. And baby, I don't think that's pull the tape, because, pull the tape, because Joshua Dwayne is saying he will never, never pull the tape. That's what Yana said. Pull the tape. That's what Yana said. He will never be in a slave movie. I will never do it. I feel like that, that there's that there's movies that um that. Well, I know. I can also, I cannot say. I feel like I know that there's movies that Black people have played and have won Oscars that had nothing to do with slavery. Didn't Whoopi won a movie uh, Oscar for Ghost? Ghost. She was a dead Black woman. But okay, but that had to do with slavery. She, she was, was dead. dead. It had nothing to do with slavery, though. She was said, dead. It does not matter. You said it, black people don't win. You said you said black people don't win shit. Okay, what was what was the other Oscar that Whoopi won for? Hudson, did she not win for? No, 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 no. Let's stay on Whoopi. I'm just saying. No, 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 no. Let's go back to Whoopi. What was the other movie she she got an Oscar for? Oh, the know. Color Purple. The, well, yeah, that. But okay, but I'm but I'm saying it's not, it's, not fair, it's not fair to say that black people only win Oscars if they play slave roles because that's not that's not necessarily true. See, you have, see now, see now, my voice is about to get elevated. It's not slave movies, but it's uh, it's typically derogatory roles. Yeah, yeah. for sure. They got to be showing their boobs like Holly Berry, you know, all yep. the wonderful movies that she's done. It Losing wasn't Isaiah. Ball, so what about but... Jamie Foxx and Ray? What about Jamie Foxx and Ray? How do I feel that's, about that? That's okay, they're going to give you an exception. What about Morgan Black Freeman and the yeah. Dollar Baby? Okay, but 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 about Alaska and Scotland? Okay, no, 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 no. Okay. So, about, let's, so, so let's talk. So let's talk. Ray, he was a nigger that sung. Jennifer Hudson got got an award because she was a nigger that sang. They celebrate us because we sing, we dance, we are entertaining, and because we're less than. Where are the movies like Black Panther where we are royalty? You don't see them. You don't see them. And that's the argument that they give us is, well, you got Ray. Well, you got Dreamgirls. 
Fuck have, that. We have Moonlight. We have Last King of Scotland. Well, what else? What else is there? Million Dollar Baby. No, there are there are other movies out there. But are they are they showing them. us in positive lights? Is the question exactly? For, for I, I can speak for well, Moonlight. I mean that 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 kind of that that was for me, me being a gay black man. That kind of was kind of a okay, but, but I, I celebrated it. I celebrated it. One, but even with Moonlight, if you look watch how, the award show, look how that they, happened. Yeah, they no, didn't yeah. want to give them that award. <laughs> they gave that award to a white movie. Oh uh, yeah, that was, and they they almost had to force them to correct it. That's true. My lamb. That is true. I, yeah, that's true. That's baby. This this is my arena. I know this. That's true. <laughs> and Jerry Maguire. He was he was an athlete. A <laughs> nigga running a football. Bye. Bye, Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Good damn bye. Call me back. <laughs> I, I did. LeBron, I did have call one. me back. I'm, I'm just have... saying, like, there's not, there's not, it's not always a slave movie that. We it's not slave, but it's not, it's not. What, 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 what about fences? Life. What about fences? Oh, yeah, they were, they okay, were broke, on, busted, and on. disgusted. In the game, and Denzel got robbed. Let's move on to the show, Laurent. What's the stereotypes? Wait, It's still, it's still on Jeremy. I had one more. Oh, still on Jeremy. I don't got mad. <laughs> you know, we, we're gonna have a whole nother show to unpack that this is right. within our community and it's something that i've experienced um really in the church toxic masculinity ah uh, talk about it oh and God. i need another drink hold on equate <laughs> equating nope. i'm got i'm out <laughs> and especially for me like growing up being bullied in high school by athletes who are a nobody right now. Um, How about it? You know, being bullied like over and over and over about what I wear. Um, it took me, I wasn't until I was, it wasn't until I was 24 that I started to really come into my own and like figure out my style, especially living in LA. Figuring, cause what I, when I moved from here in 09, when Texas was real slow and I got to LA and I saw what everybody, I said, oh, this ain't gonna work. <laughs> what I got on like on work. <laughs> so I had to, you know, I, I was changing it up. And then once I like really got into the groove, I was like, oh, you kind of doing a little something. Mm -hmm. But why is it? And it's mainly men, preachers mm -hmm. <laughs> who are doing everything under the sun, but they worried about what, what I'm doing. Oh God. Mm -hmm. Um, who equate me wearing skinny jeans, mm -hmm. me wearing patterns, me wearing whatever to oh, you gay. Mm -hmm. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. And it wears me thin because, okay, because you want to wear straight leg jeans and uh, a square a square toe dress <laughs> dress shoe from Kohl's mm -hmm. because I don't want to wear that. And I want to wear it's some and I want to wear some Christian Louboutins mm -hmm. with a nice skinny from Zara. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Something you can't afford. Can't afford it. <laughs> not a square toe. Not, not the shoulder. <laughs> not the shoulder. <laughs> Get into it. You guys who are who are listening to this podcast, y'all really need to get all the visuals that be going on. Listen, so you need to watch, watch the YouTube. Period. Silly tube. But what is it about? I don't get it. I don't get, and I, I mean, I guess I do. It comes from fatherhood and fathers teaching their sons. You got to be hard. You got to be tough. I don't you count that as fatherhood. I'm sorry. I, that's yeah. That's not fatherhood. Well, that's not fatherhood to me. That's not. That's well, I'm not, not saying that. I'm not saying that. That's fatherhood. I'm just saying. Let me just say this. I feel like that's part of the reason. I feel like certain certain households fathers have implemented that in their in their sons that that's sad. they have to be hard and they have to be mm -hmm. tough. 
Mm-hmm. So that creates a lack of vulnerability. Mm-hmm. So when they see somebody being liberating, mm-hmm. oh, you soft. Oh, that mean you gay. But is that exclusive to the black community or is that it's just- It's not exclusive to the black community, but it's more predominant. It's more predominant, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. Exactly. Because I, because Timmy Timmy Turner has been in in skinny skinny jackets and skinny pants since since elementary school, okay. and they they were considered you know you had the whole term metrosexual ah. or mm-hmm. whatever, um and it wasn't it wasn't gay. We just get called. I I remember I I've been called gay since I since I could walk. Um, I, I literally like those are the first words that I remember people s- saying to me because I was an emotional kid. I loved Barney. I I was an imaginative kid. Like like my granny will tell you, I used I'm to. Man, that loving Barney is associated with being gay. But it is. It is. Oh, it, it, like, it really that's is. Crazy. Toxic. Yeah. It really toxic is. To me. Because I wasn't sitting in front of a TV watching basketball, football. But I enjoyed Bar- I enjoyed I enjoyed Barney. I enjoyed the performing arts. I enjoyed, you know, imitating people and making people laugh. I was considered weird or different, and you know, I think I one one of the things I always say is we're harshest to the things that we can't relate to. Yeah, because things because things are not normal for me. Mm-hmm. Then my first instinct when I see them when I when I see you comfortable in it is that you're weird. Yeah, You're, something's wrong with you, yeah. and I'll never forget this. And I, I, you know, I, I, I first um, told my my mom that I had gotten molested when I was like 22, and it was because she texted my phone at four o'clock in the morning asking me was I gay, and I was like, okay, you're asking me was I am I gay because somebody who's jealous of the position that I have is stirring up controversy about me, but you couldn't see when I was being molested right under your nose. Mm. And it was it, it it you know one of one of the one of the the worst things that I remember is watching movies. Uh, I think it was like a Tyler Perry movie or something. We would do that Sundays after church, mm-hmm. and hearing them in the family room say, "Oh, if something like that were to happen, I would kill them. I would kill them." And I'm just looking like, but yeah, it, it happened. It happened to me. And and y'all 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 caught me gay from the time I was five to whatever. And you know that's that's really why I started having sex so early, because I was trying to prove to them that that's that I didn't like that, you know. So I started having sex at nine years old, and people think I'm I joke when I say that I I really started having sex at nine, and it was because I had been molested from ages five to thirteen, and you know I was on the football team for two days, <laughs> not two days. literally because my mama saw somebody get hit, and she was like, "No, nah, my son not playing that." I'm you know, and because I wasn't into sports, I mean, I would play throwback tackle in 25, like see me dodgeball. I'm really competitive, but because I wasn't a sports head and because all of my friends were girls, I was called gay. Mm-hmm. And what I tell people now is nobody investigated why all of my friends were girls. My All of my friends were girls as kids because the guys, the boys that, that y'all sent me in the back rooms with, they were all touching on me. They were all molesting mm-hmm. me. So I didn't want to be around that. Mm. So I I I ran I ran to women because they didn't they didn't violate me. Mm. Yeah, that's the you know it's that kind of thing, and that's that's why I I hate and like you like Jeremy was saying that's fatherhood because I remember I remember um, my dad who really isn't my dad, and I don't mean that disrespectfully. That's just the truth. Telling me you're too soft. Boys don't cry. Why are you crying like that? 
And, you know, now I think about I'm 27 and I live in a three bedroom apartment by myself. And whenever I cry, I still go hide. Mm. Mm. Wow. I, 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 I will. And I'm about to cry now. Shit. Um, I will. I will literally go under my bed and cry. I would go. I would literally go in a dark closet and cry because mm. that's been implanted in me. Not to be vulnerable. That's Not crazy. to be vulnerable. That I can't cry because that's gonna show you weak and mm. you look girl. Really, and it's really one of our greatest strengths. I just tweeted that because I've been in past relationships, especially my last one. I was constantly criticized for expressing how I feel. But that's, baby, you can have some of mine because <laughs> my, my eyes are getting watery. I need some more hell. Especially being a cancer, we're so the only thing that people talk about. You're so sensitive. Maybe this sensitivity is a strength because yeah. that connects to my vulnerability. Exactly. And I'm ne I'm never going to allow anybody to diminish my light to express exactly. how I feel. Exactly. Ooh, Jesus. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm, thing I'm teaching myself that now that it's okay, but it, it you know to be to 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 live a certain kind of way for 27 years it's it's hard because i'm yeah. teaching myself now okay josh it's okay because that was one of that was one of the the gripes my ex-girlfriend had with me it was well josh you don't let me in and it's not that i didn't want to i just don't know how because every hard. time i let that wall down i'm judged and called sensitive and mm. oh that that's it's not that important or are you tripping that's not nothing to cry about mm. well it is something to cry about it, it's something that affects me Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's your story. It's your story. It's it's my story. So I like I if you ever want to see Josh get pissed off, tell a kid in front of me, especially a boy, stop all that crying like a little girl. I will I don't care who you are, I will go the fuck off on you. Absolutely. And as you should. And as you should. Because that toxic message that time Lord, I'm getting drunk. That toxic <laughs> masculinity. Listen. Cause Stutter. this ain't nothing but straight Patron at this point. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, I ain't got. We were talking about uh, black stereotypes, and so we went all a different way. But I said, Lord, have your way. Have your <laughs> way. No, but no, because that toxic masculinity—that shit really, really does piss me off. Like I was watching a video the other day of um, a radio uh, show host. The the female said, "Cause cause it was two females and a guy." And he was talking to his friend. He said, "Bro, if you were sick and I bought you some, and I and I knew that you were sick and I brought you some soup, oh, I, you I know exactly what you're talking about. I saw it. Ooh. I saw it. And, and, the, and the girls and the girls was like, oh, that's gay as hell. Da, 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 da. So me showing empathy, me, me me seeing that my my friend that I call my brother is under the weather. Me taking him some soup and checking him to make sure he good. That's gay." Like I don't, I don't like, like I don't understand, like I don't understand shit like that. And for, and for for all you men out there, let me let me go ahead and tell you this. Let me let me make it very clear. Tell it. A black gay male. Let me make this one hundred percent clear. You need to handle that fungus between your toes first before okay. you worry about if I want you or not. Don't nobody want that stinking ass, musty ass dick. And you need to wipe properly. It's I'm okay not, to use wipes. You're, you're not even wiping. You're not even wiping your ass properly. So why the fuck? 
what I want the the stench of your uh, dick in my I, I don't want that. Oh God! You need to handle that four thirty two credit score. Call okay. my sister. So you was just trying to bring some soup, huh? You wasn't even worried about just some that. soup. I was I, I, I was trying to make sure you was good because you're my you're friend. You're, you're, you're my brother. I want to make sure you're good. But you start you want to flip the script and say I want you, nigga. No. Before that four thirty two credit score, call my sister at Detail oh Credit <laughs> Solution. Period. She'll help you get up. She'll help you get higher, higher. Oh. Yeah, but that's toxic masculinity, and I I wasn't gonna talk about that too. Like that that was that was one of my one for real for real. But Jamin has spoken it and it got me a little hot. But um, it was that. It was actually it was the whole talk on white things too because it was it's funny to me that white people or any or white people or just even his like like his there are some Hispanics out there that think that black people are uneducated. Yeah, that that, that think that. Just because we talk in Ebonics, just because we have this our slang about us, because we so popping like that that we created our own language, really. <laughs> yeah, our own slang language, really. We we that popping that we're not uh, that we're uneducated, and that is the furthest from the truth. And then my second one was CP time. Now that one I have a problem with because niggas y'all need to be the fuck on time. I'm tired of the program on a program it says we start at four, but. We really don't start till six thirty seven o'clock. That's an issue for me because I I could have been getting a couple more hours of sleep. So is that a stereotype? Wow. I mean, is that a that is, that, that's a stereotype that we perpetuate? Because <laughs> be honest, because be honest. If you let, let's talk about Thanksgiving. If mom says Thanksgiving dinner starts at three, ain't Have nobody show up to five, six o'clock. Six o'clock, because we know CP time. We know CP time. We're waiting on the cornbread. We waiting on something. Yep. Waiting on something that Mac's not done yet, or that turkey not finished. Grandma, grandma something going bring, on. Gotta bring the greens. And she got like, some, oh, we, we waiting on grandma. Yeah, right. We waiting on grandma to bring the greens and something, some shit That's like true. that. That's a stereotype that we perpetuate that we need to stop. Be on time, my black brothers and sisters. If it start at three, be there at two forty-five. Act like this is a fucking job interview that you really, really need because I know when I was looking for a job and the interview started at two, I was in the parking lot at one thirty. Yeah, because I needed oh, okay. that. Oh, why come black people? Since we know this is an issue. Do like what I do and tell people it started at three when it really started at six. <laughs> because, they, because, they, because then you have black people that meet like me that know that's what you're doing, and yeah, I still right. show up late. We're conditioned. We're conditioned. <laughs> because <laughs> because now like I know you're playing with me. Now I know you're playing. Yeah. <laughs> or we have black people like me who's uh, really, who, who really is trying 30. to stop this. Who really is trying to stop this stereotype? That'll be there at two forty-five. Do you need help setting up? I'm here. <laughs> No, but I'm one of the people I'm going to, I'm going to confess. I'm going to lift my hands and repent. I'm one of the ones that like, I wake up on time, but I'm the kind of person that will literally lay in the bed until it's five minutes until I'm supposed to get there. And then I'm getting in the shower and I'm just like, okay. And then my showers are 45 minutes. Cause I got to oh. be in a, I got to do a concert. And then my, you know, hot water don't last that long. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I'm going to have a full concert. I'm going okay. to change outfits, everything. <laughs> you know, I'm going to do all that. Um, it's the running joke for my sister. She'd be like, oh, okay, if Josh said he's down the street, that means he's just getting in his car. <laughs> <laughs> you know, That's how my best friend is. <laughs> but the only, the only place where I'm not like that, as my professional, my, my acting career, mm-hmm. that's, that's the only place I'm... The, that in church. Now I'm on time for church. Me too. When I did so go why to church, is that? I was on time. So why is that? Why is it that you're lax when it comes to every other thing? But because so 
So I'm there on time because I know that I have a job to do. If I, if you're just inviting me over because I know because I know you and I, you tell me we're starting at two o'clock. I know the food not gonna be ready till three forty-five. If that, <laughs> I know people. Other people ain't gonna show up till five, and then I'm just gonna be sitting there, and then it's gonna be that looking awkward. At you, you looking at me? Yeah, it's gonna be that awkward. Do you need help with anything? No, I got it. I got it. Oh, okay. Well, let me just go ahead and put this PSA out there. Whenever you come to Jersey, Josh, and I say that I'm having dinner at seven, that bitch start the fuck at seven. Your ass is walking <laughs> the door at nine because I'm ready to go the fuck to bed. Oh, you kick people out, <laughs> baby. I falls asleep. They just let themselves out, and, <laughs> baby. Because I'm gonna go to sleep once I get drunk. I'm you baby, kick I'm people out sleep. of your gas. I don't necessarily kick people out, but once I'm ready to go to bed, I say, well, I'm going to bed. What y'all doing? Leave. <laughs> oh, I thought you asked them, what y'all doing? No, no, I, 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 I do hit that. What y'all, I do what y'all about to do? I do hit that sometimes, but nine times out of 10, because I am a generous host, you know, well, I, I have a rule in my house. So the first time you come over, you're a guest. Now I'll pull your drink. I'll make your plate. Make sure Same. the second time you come over, bitch, you know where the cabinet is. Grab your fork, <laughs> grab your cups. Don't act new. Your family at this point. And depending right. on who you are, if I've, because I don't just invite everybody to my place. So if yeah. I've invited you over here, I trust you enough. You don't have to ask me if I can sit, if you can sit down. You don't have to ask me. Like if, if I've invited you here, like going into the, going to get a bottle of water, baby, go get that. Cause me going to get it for you, I'm going to talk shit. I'm like, your legs broke. On their first time, Josh? Yeah. I, I'm not coming to your house. Okay. I want to be like royalty. So yes, yes. Pour my drink. Pour it, my drink. it depends. It just depends. It depends on the nature of our relationship and it depends on who you are. Like, I ain't even been to your house yet. What? Oh, so are you pouring my drink if I come or are you going to look at me crazy and say, Right, Amber, Amber, Amber. when we pulling up? Because, well, Amber, yeah, I, I need to know what well, I'm Amber used to have lunch date, so you're not a guest. <laughs> oh. You're not a guest. <laughs> and Jeremy, hell, I've been knowing you since forever. You're not a guest either. So since just Josh 17. It's just Josh 17. Hey. So so no. We had a group chat, child. My hey. God. Hey. <laughs> Don't take me back. Don't take me back. So take me back. <laughs> oh Lord, I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so let's let's wrap this up. So I had I I think I have one pressing one that um I want to address well two. One, and Amber kind of touched on this, that black hair is not unprofessional. I want us to stop that lie. Black hair is not unprofessional. Um, I, I saw a video on Instagram the other day, um, hashtag hashtag booked, where black actresses were admitting that they were being disqualified from roles because, you know, of the hair. Like if if they came in for an audition and their hair was braided, they were axed without giving the proper chance because of their hair. But then the, the caveat to that was, well, white people come in, white white ladies come in, their hair is all kinds of orange, green, purple, blue, plaited up, whatever you want to call it. And dirty. And, and dirty, lice infested. Oh, that was mean. But, you True. know, they, they're still giving their fair shot. And I, one of the videos I saw was a kid. He had, he was growing dreads or locks or whatever. And the principal told him, you know, they suspended him and was like, well, he can't have that hairstyle. It's, it's not professional. And I'm just like, where do you get that from? That black hair is black hair. Mm -hmm. Where do you feel the, the sense of entitlement that you can speak on our hair? Right. That, that goes back to what we were talking about. about earlier. They feel like they run every goddamn thing, even our mm -hmm. hair. Yeah, and you can't control how the hair grows out of my head. Now I will come in now. UPS, like a lot of people are talking about that shit. How UPS like release? <laughs> they just throw your, bed, your your shit on the porch. <laughs> uh -huh. Here, 
they, here, here you go. But they, they released, I guess, the restrictions of black people wearing natural hairstyles, like whether it be um, dread or locks. I don't like saying dreads, whether it be locks or like having the full beard. So my thing is like, oh, so so now we can actually be ourselves and work for y'all. Like mm. you think you, you wanted a round of fucking applause for that shit? <laughs> I, I don't I don't understand. Did you guys ever have friends? I'm sure you did. Um, specifically, gentlemen that would ask you, why are you brushing your hair? You don't have hair. Oh yeah, yeah. Even in college. And the whole grease thing. And what what is a do rag? Why do you? I don't need. I'm not gonna. I'll educate you. I do have hair on my head. I said it's naturally oily, and I said what creates wave. I said we have a grain that grows either this way or this way, and we brush it consecutively. We put a do rag, and the do rag creates waves. Black magic, baby. I don't if get it. It's not, it's not for you to understand. Yeah. Just, if, he's just, mad because, if, if he mad because your hair can't wave up to say that, just like I'm mad that your hair can't lock up. Like, stop that shit. That shit is sort of like you have these two locks on the side of your head. It would talk about I'm locked up. No, baby. That's like, no. how would you feel? I'm like, well, when y'all smell, why do, why do all white folks smell like white, wet dog? That's what, what I want to know. Hot dog water. All y'all. Oh, God. Baby, okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. So my last one, <laughs> my last one, and then we're gonna wrap this up. My last one is is really a plea. It's it's really a plea because it's 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 something that we perpetuate and I think we do it unknowingly. Um I, I kind of briefly touched on it, but I want us to stop waiting until somebody makes it to celebrate or to support yes. or to that. Yes. Um you I shouldn't have to wait for a major network to pick up my show for you to say, oh, okay, well, I'm going to check it out. Yeah. When you see, when you see my black ass doing something, yes. you know, especially, especially now I understand that there are some people that's always talking about and they, they putting out scams. I'm not talking about scammers. Yeah. I'm talking about people that are diligent workers that are hard workers that are dedicated, that have studied the craft. When you see them doing stuff, support them without the, the, the third degree, and support them without having or without waiting for somebody major to say, "Oh no, come on, support this baby." Mm-hmm. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, what 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 PJ Morton say when it's all said and done, they gonna want to come, and I'm gonna be like, "No, nah, Rick, mm-hmm. no," mm-hmm. because I I I think about that. I think about what I'm doing and the purpose in which I'm doing it, mm-hmm. and I see I see the people around me and how they celebrate other people mm-hmm. and it's not a comparison thing it's just the truth i see how they celebrate other people because of a name because of a platform but mm-hmm. then anything or anybody that's trying to make it to that level if that it's like okay now i'm gonna wait i'm gonna wait for somebody to validate you before i buy into that i want us to stop doing that because that is a part of the lie that they tell us that we're only good when you have validation from somebody who's greater. And that's a lie. Or that is perceived to be great. That's perceived yeah. to be greater. Bitch, I've been great. I've been great since I got here. Period. Been with about six E's in the middle. Been. Byron. Byron. I've been great. Can so, I play the devil's advocate for a second? Okay, Lord have mercy. You didn't already Listen, got pressure. No, because I no, because I one hundred percent agree with you. But my black people, if you're when you're starting a business, I want to support you. I I want to buy into your business. I I I want to 
post you and, and, and speak of your greatness and speak of how wonderful your product is. But if that customer service is not all the way there, maybe. <laughs> when I but here's the you. thing. Okay. If you see a black, speaking from a black entrepreneur, that's mm -hmm. new. Mm -hmm. If you see a black owned business that may not meet all your standards, is there a way that we can have a conversation with them? Like how we give Target the benefit of doubt, Target Absolutely. mess up stuff or whatever, you still shop there. Right. You Absolutely. know what I mean? So I feel like we got to be uh, a little bit kinder towards entrepreneurs. Now, if they if you go to them with a concern and they, and they just clearly don't give a shit about your concern or meeting your need, that's, that's, that's different. Yeah. Right, but like I think I also we, we as black consumers, we need to be a little bit more, um, you know, yeah. nicer to our black entrepreneurs that are trying to figure it out because a lot of us don't even have a blueprint. We are absolutely, absolutely. white America is looking for us to, to make something that they can later buy and duplicate. Exactly. And I agree, I agree with that. That's the, I, if I, I, if I come to you saying, um, you know, presenting my concerns and something like that. And your immediate response is, oh, nigga, you ain't got to buy my shit then. Uh, mm. oh, 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 oh. Oh, yeah. It's a defense mechanism. Yeah. It's a, I, I'm always <laughs> looking to invest in friends who are starting like, you know, a line or whatever. Mm -hmm. But for me, communication is the, that's been the communication, most, that's been the most inconsistent or the consistent, inconsistent thing that I've seen. Right. Um, and it's just, I mean, for instance, I bought some jewelry from somebody. He might be, he might listen. I don't care. <laughs> Let's say it was like June, like end of June. Mm -hmm. So June goes by, July, August. Oh, oh no. Right. And I'm like, hey, just want to see what's happening. Oh, well, you know, UPS and FedEx and oh, no. UPS at this point, COVID. We're not going to use that as, as an excuse because I have mail stuff internationally and it's gotten there within two weeks. Okay. So tell me what the real deal is and I can deal with that. Right. But don't ignore me. And then this is my biggest pet peeve. You go post on your story, all these fucking boxes in your room of shit that's, that's, that's about to be sent out. Wait but is my story. box in there that I, that I ordered two months ago? <laughs> Baby, is my box in there? Because <laughs> if it's not, I'm coming to your house and I'm burning all these boxes. Ain't nobody getting their stuff. How about did that? You pay? Did you did you pay? In oh, June? yeah. So, so, yeah. so you paid in June? Yeah. Pay oh. right away. Oh. And it took that long to get my shit. Did he go on it, trips or anything like that? Wow. <laughs> did. <laughs> did. Okay. So, yeah. yeah I, I, uh, Leron, you probably know who it is. We'll talk about it offline. Okay. <laughs> Now, no, don't talk to me about it because you know me. I'm, I'm gonna blow somebody's spot up. Now, uh -uh, we gotta talk about this. Bring it to the table because such and such did such and such. So it's 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 a call for us, black people. Here, here's my heart. Here's my heart. We are excellent. We have been excellent for a long ass time. Stop believing the bullshit that these other people. Are, t are feeding you. Um, your business is great. Your ideas are great. You are second to none. Um, but with that, the Bible says, here comes, here, come on minister, this Bi the Bible says walk worthy of the call in which Christ has called you. So if you're going you to do this, if you're going to do business, walk worthy of the call. Always be growing. Always be learning. Don't ever get to the point where you're complacent and, and, and stagnant and you know nobody can't tell you anything you're, you're unteachable always be willing to learn always be willing to better yourself collaborate 
work together. There's a there's enough for all of us to go around. We don't have to underhand each other. We don't have to tear each other down. We can really support each other because there is enough for all of us. This has been a word. Mm-hmm. So you see, I'm quiet. I'm like, okay, Jesus. It's for me today, Jesus. It's for you today. Amber, I feel like just what I know about you, you're very much about your shit. Exactly. And and I, 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 it's on the outside. I, I'm pretty my strength. Okay. I'm not there all the way. But I believe you're, I believe you're, you're open like to you learning. Are. You're open to learning though. You got to be. This is how I feed my family. Yeah. 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 And and that's what I was saying earlier. When you go into business to actually help people and it's not selfish, I think I think that's that's the line in the sand that that you know when when I'm actually trying to cure a problem, I'm not concerned about me and how I benefit from it. Of course, it's a business and I want to make I want it to be lucrative and I want to be able to provide for my family and I want to be able to do the things that I need to do, but I'm really concerned about solving the issue. And I think what Amber does is absolutely phenomenal. I mean, how many how many black optometrists do we see? Come on here. You know? I'm not patient, but you don't see that many. And you damn sure don't see anyone that's claiming to be mobile yeah. and that'll pull up on you. You know, that's a whole nother level of service. And it does, it bothers me. If I'm a week off schedule than what I told someone, I am so mad at my manufacturer. I'm upset with the lab. I'm upset with whatever personal situation I got going on. And my clients, I literally have the best clients. They're like, girl, it's okay. I'm like, no, because people need their glasses to see. Right. And I know they could have went to Zulu or whatever online and paid $39.99 for some cheap glasses, but they, <laughs> they believe in my product. You know, Not only did they not want to put that stuff on their face to represent their brand, but they are also investing in buying me. So I take it very serious if someone is spending X amount of dollars with me and I'm not delivering a product on time. You know, my clients cook for me. Uh, you know, they, they buy me things. They make me masks and things like that. You only have good clients like that when you give excellent customer service. And there are times that my business does not run perfect. So I want entrepreneurs to know it's okay not to be perfect. Absolutely. It's not okay not to communicate. I, I really, if, if a client has to reach out to me first about something that I should have reached out to them, that's like a big deal for me. And yeah, so I'm that's what I, it. yeah, don't make me have to reach you. You know, you got my money. Come on. How about yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. So you reach so, out to me and understand. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> with that, since you got the floor, Amber, let's go hit it, hit it with minute with Amber J. Let's go. What you got for us this week? So guys, the minute with the Amber J is, you know, you got to make sure that you're doing your self-care. The world will pull you in all different ways, all different directions. will tell you that you need more of this, you need more of that. And honestly, the term less is more could not be so true. Um, us in Westernized society, we are always taught that a level of success or achievement is by what we have obtained, but not really about the work that we've done inside. And there are people that are sitting on the coast of West Africa that are blind and they're happy as can be because they have everything they need from within. So I challenge everyone as you're trying to figure out how, how I'm going to level up, how I'm going to make it to the next step, how I'm going to do that. The door for all of that is gratitude for where you are right now. So practice being grateful right where you are in the midst of all your problems, all your issues, just God, I thank you right where I am. And understanding that the biggest blessing 
is having peace of mind over any and every situation. You may not always be able to control your circumstance, but blessed is the man that keeps inner peace in the midst oh. of a storm. That's your minute with Amber J. Oh, I feel, I feel, I felt it. Oh, I something hot leaving my back. <laughs> Come on, what, what minute? It, the wing, it was the wings. It, wasn't, it wasn't the wing. It was not the wing. <laughs> <laughs> By God, my God, and on tonight. Oh, <laughs> well, this has been a great show. We cannot leave you all uh, without leaving you with empowerment. Mm. Uh, so uh, we're going to go over to musical chairs tonight. Okay. I done told you about this. <sighs> I, I, feel it's, I feel it's just musical tonight. I don't know. Uh, we're going to go. What, what it's time for. Isn't that powerful? Isn't that powerful? Isn't it? What you got for us? So segue. <laughs> my sister Amber was talking about self-care. Uh -huh. <laughs> God, you're in the tonight, daughter, because I just want to, for all, all my beautiful people out there that are listening, listen closely. Self care is very important. There should be no reason why I should smell you in the dead winter. Mm -hmm. Why is it 32 degrees outside and you still smell musty? Self care. Why you're thanking God for your good mind, thank Him for that degree and put it on. All right. While you're while it, while it's brick dick cold outside. <laughs> there should be no reason why I smell you in this brick dick outside, my nigga. Should <laughs> not be musty in the winter. Now you know in the summer, you know you get a little little you start to perspire, ladies. You start to <laughs> you're not you know what I'm saying to get a little me. wet under your armpits. You know what I'm saying, but should be absolutely no reason why in dead winter. It's 32 degrees outside. Why I smell you. That's not cute. That's not cute. Showering is still a thing. Okay. Bathing. Bathing. Okay. Because some of y'all like to take showers and don't like to sit in the bath. Sit your ass in that bath. It's still a thing. Okay. Moisturizing is still a thing. Okay. <laughs> All of these things are important. Isn't that powerful? Isn't that powerful? Isn't that powerful? Okay. Like I always say, baby, if I can smell you, you can smell you. Okay. And handle that. <laughs> and handle that. that. Some My of mama always said, you smell yourself first. You smell yourself first. And some of y'all be like, well, I, I don't like to use uh, deodorant because it got aluminum. Well, baby, you smell like a to-go plate anyway. Okay. You know Put what? that fall on. <laughs> <laughs> and seal that stuff up, baby, because you walking around smelling like a mighty 4th of July plate. Because you're offensive. Uh. You're offending me. It, but what Kiera said, she said, we want to smell good in your presence. We want to smell good. smell good <laughs> in your <laughs> presence. <laughs> Listen, that, now that was powerful. We don't want to have the lustful desires of <laughs> But then she got on Instagram talking about dropping her drawers. So baby, baby nice. she made it. You know she married to a cute dog. Huh? Now, are they married? Well, they're they... not married. She, they, they too be married. But, but, but she's spreading. But okay, never mind. okay, bye. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. bye. Yeah, we're going. We thank you all to all of, to all of our blessed listeners out there. We thank you for entertaining us and for uh, staying tuned. We thank you for the support of this show. We really do. Yes, thank you yes. for all the feedback. Continue to like, share, post. Continue to interact with us. If you're not following us on Instagram, follow our page at the way I see it on Instagram. Uh, stay in the loop with us. We want to hear from you. Uh, if this episode has blessed you, if you have any stereotypes that you want to talk to us about, hit us up. Hit us up. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll be glad to talk to you about it. Of course, this show, I'm going to get it right this week. This okay. show was presented to you by DeWay Entertainment. Where... <laughs>
Jinxed it. It's because you said it. Yep. <laughs> okay. This show was given to you by the Way Entertainment, where Kingdom Creativity thrives. So be sure to visit the website at www.thewayent.com. That's D-A-W-A-Y-E-N-T.com. You can get books. You can get merchandise. You can book you some acting classes. I do performance coaching, all that stuff. I have a publishing company. If you got a book that's in you, huh? I can help you get your book completed. I can help you with writing sessions, all that. Uh, visit The Way Entertainment for more information. That's my business, and it needs to be yours. Amen. 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 Thank you. See you next week. Next week is Thanksgiving. It's Turkey Day. Oh, we got something good for you. We don't know what it is, but we got something good for you. It's, I, I can tell you this. It's not dressing. All right. End the call. <laughs> right. Right. Goodbye. Right. See y'all next week. <laughs> <laughs>